Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of space. Slips a tackle, and there he goes. It's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Takes a shot. Here's Corey Davis, wide open. Davis still going, and he's in for the touchdown. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know that's the Q-inator. Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studios, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it's time to take a look at the film of the Jets' new running back, Michael Carter, out of UNC. We talked to Ross Martin of Inside Carolina about his story and everything that went on throughout his career. But now it's time to take a look at what he put on tape. And for that, we bring in our friend who covers the draft and does film reviews for playlikeajet.com and, of course, is a co-host of Play Like a Jet Live Wednesday nights on U Stadium, and that is Mr. Luke Grant, the thunder from down under. Luke, thanks for coming back on the show, brother. No, thanks for having me on, Scott. Um, it's always good talking about this draft class. Joe and Co. did a great job with it and excited to dive into some Michael Carter today. Yeah, let's talk about the running back from North Carolina because we know they had a two-headed monster there. It was Javante Williams and Michael Carter. A little thunder and lightning action, and I would say that the heavy pounding was being done by Javante Williams, but more of the flashier stuff done by Michael Carter. Some people suggested that Michael Carter was Bilal Pal 2.0. I don't see that one. I like what Daniel Jeremiah had to say. He called him a flashier version of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Sounds good to me. I know you've got a comparison, and we'll get to that later, but first... I wanted to talk about his big playability. You and I were discussing this before we started recording. One thing that he was known for at North Carolina was being able to take the ball and just go with it. And the Jets haven't had that kind of home run hitter 
at the running back spot in a long time. I would argue probably not since Leon Washington. So talk a little bit about that aspect of his game. Yeah, Scott, I think what makes Michael Carter such a dynamic running back and the ability to break off those big runs is his elusiveness and his change of direction in a short area space. He's such a loose, fluid mover. I know Geometrics was on your show a few weeks ago and talked about how he's an above average uh, from a flexibility three cone and short shuttle standpoint. That's what makes him so elusive in the open field and gives him the ability to break off those runs. Carter led the whole of college football in 10 plus runs. I think it was 23% of his carries went for 10 plus yards, which is something that's been missing from the Jets offense for the last three or four years, if not longer. So I love that ability. He had eight touchdowns of 10 yards or more in 2020, which was top five in college football. And you see those plays just littered on tape, whether it's against Miami, uh, Virginia, he had a long run against them. There was a whole number of those plays and it really shines with Michael Carter. Uh, But as I said, it's all about the ability to make guys miss at the second level with his change of direction, his ability to break it down and then bounce to the outside. Uh, And I I love that ability and um, I can't wait to see that in this offense with the flow. Let's talk about his running style. What do you see on tape from him in terms of how he gets from point A to point B? I saw him run quite a bit inside the tackles, but he can get outside too, right? Yeah, for sure. I think he's going to be a really nice fit in this Lafleur kind of outside wide zone scheme. I think when you talk about one cut rudders, there's kind of a couple of, of baskets you can fall into. The first is that Derek Henry, the bigger guy who you want with momentum running in space. You don't want him breaking it down and reaccelerating. And then you have a guy like Michael Carter who's more patient. He won't you know, outrun his blocks, but still is decisive enough in his decision-making. If he's running outside the tackles or in that kind of B gap, he's still got enough acceleration and burst to, to get through there. Little change of direction to make people miss behind a line of scrimmage. Doesn't get tackled but behind the line very often. Only had 7.3% of his rushes go for, for negative yards in 2020. So I think he's going to be a really nice fit there. As you mentioned at the top, Scott, he's a guy who's come from that 1A, 1B type running back group with um, Devontae Williams. I think it's going to be similar here in New York, whether that's with um, Ty Johnson, who I like quite a bit. But I think he's going to be a really nice fit in this scheme. And again, it all comes down to his elusiveness. He's not going to run over people. He's only kind of 5'7", 201, so he's on the smaller side for a back. But his ability to make people miss and kind of generate arm tackles rather than people getting a shoulder to him, that's what makes him such an effective runner, especially outside the tackles. Luke, you talked about him being a strong fit in the wide zone scheme. And one of these days, we're going to do a full show about that scheme because I think a lot of people have some misconceptions about it. And there are a lot of questions about what it actually is. But tell me a little bit more about how he's a good fit in that scheme and exactly how we'll see that play out on the field. Yeah. So just very briefly, the wide zone is primarily made up by combo blocks. So you're looking at usually the backside guard and center combo blocking kind of a one or a three tech and then a linebacker and then to the play side, which is the side they'll be running towards. So let's say they're running towards Becton and AVT. You might have them combo blocking uh, the defensive end and then getting out to the Sam linebacker, for example. Um, So what makes Carter such an excellent fit in that scheme is his ability to, his vision is outstanding, Scott. Um, So in that scheme, you read from D to C to B. So that's talking gaps. So you're reading from outside the tackle first at the tight end or the ghost tight end. He's so decisive in his decision-making. His vision is out of this world. And he's so good at in a cloudy you know, running lane, finding where he needs to go and accelerating through it. That's what kind of gave me the comp that we'll talk about later. But I think he's going to be a really nice fit in this wide zone scheme. How do you think he'll do running behind Elijah Vera Tucker and Makai Becton? Because obviously we know what those guys are capable of, but 
as you said, a lot of this has to do with style. Do you see him running a lot behind those two guys? Yeah, I think he's, he's going to absolutely love it. The Jets excelled running left last year, and that was in Adam Gase's scheme, which left a whole lot to be desired. He's just going to give them so much push. Sorry, Becton and AVT, that push and ability to extend the line of scrimmage two or three yards down the field, just getting you know uh, Michael Carter the extra two, three yards without being touched, allowing him to get to that second level. Because as we've I've kind of talked about a lot already, when he gets to the second level, that's when he makes his money, his ability to turn short yardage plays into 20, 30-yard runs. So running behind Becton and AVT is going to be incredible for him. The lanes are going to be huge. It's going to help with his decision-making, which is already elite. Uh, and I think it's just going to be a dream come true for for Michael Carter, who I might say didn't have a terrific line at UNC. As much talent as they had in that offense, the line was kind of below average as far as college football last year. So I think he's going to excel here. He can make plays out of the backfield too, right? Oh, for sure, Scott. He's going to be a great third down back. And I'm not just saying he's only going to be utilized in that fashion, but when it's third down, Michael Carter is the guy you want on the field. Let's talk about his pass catching first. I think when you talk about guys who are above average to elite pass catchers, again, there's two groups they fall into. The guys who you want flexed out running wide receiver routes. So you're Le'Veon Bell, Christian McCaffrey. And then you have other guys who are just elite at running backfield routes. So your Texas routes, your options and things like that. That's where Michael Carter falls. Um, He excelled in space. So getting him the ball and those option routes where he can make a decision, make a defender miss a linebacker in space. That's what what he's going to be outstanding at. And then the second part of that, Scott, is just his willingness as a pass blocker. So he's physical for a guy who's 5'7". He's built low to the ground. He's stout. His willingness, which is the most important thing when it comes to pass blocking out of the backfield. And then his vision again. There was a couple of plays on tape. I think it was against FSU where you saw them running stunts. The guard and the tackle misplayed it. But his vision was fantastic going from one to two with his reads as a blocker. I think he's going to be outstanding on third down and a huge addition to Zach Wilson and a safety outlet. So you think that much like Bilal Powell, he could be an effective blocker in this scheme in addition to being able to make plays as a receiver and a running back? Yeah, most definitely. He's a versatile guy. And as, as we kind of know, if you can't block, you're not getting on the field in third down. No matter how good a pass catcher you are, they don't want to show their hand, these offensive coordinators. Lafleur is going to like the fact that you have an above-average pass catcher and an above-average blocker. Um, it's the physicality, it's the willingness, it's the low center of gravity, but he's going to be really good in that area for the Jets. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Luke, you did a film review of Michael Carter that's up right now over on our YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed to it yet, please go ahead and do so. You can see Luke's reviews of Michael Carter, Elijah Moore, Zach Wilson, and a whole bunch more. Plus, you'll get Kayla Pace's exclusive commentaries, Pace's playbook. So if you haven't subscribed, do that right now. But Luke, in your review, you broke down some of the game tape. What stood out to you specifically from some of these games? Give me a couple of examples of some stuff that really wowed you. Yeah, so what I like about Michael Carter is when the play isn't blocked perfectly, uh, which you know, you're going to have a number of times as a running back, every play isn't perfect. His ability to elude defenders who get in the backfield and penetrate is fantastic. So if someone's you know shooting from the left defensive end position and they're running right, and you know George Fant does a bad job, you know sealing his man, his ability ability to be loose with his hips, his quick change of direction, ability to bounce laterally. So in a phone booth, Scott, he's so good at you know at those quick twitch movements and making people miss in short areas. That allows him to prevent being tackled for a loss. I loved that ability. And then I've kind of touched on it a few times already, but it's his ability to bounce outside. So when he gets to the second level, he'll break it down. He'll slow down the defender's feet, make him come to a stop. And then his re-acceleration ability to bounce and get to the pylon, get a number of touchdowns against Miami where he would just kind of lull the defender to sleep as he started to slow his feet and then just burst out of that. And I absolutely love that from Michael Carter. So there's some of the things that stood out to me, the pass catching, and then it's that vision again. It's, it's going to be what makes him successful in this wide zone scheme, as I already discussed. But I'd say the vision, the short area quickness and wiggle, and then uh, some of the pass catching prowess as well. Luke, you talked a little bit before about the one-two punch that happened in North Carolina, and I discussed it too with Javante Williams. And you sort of touched on Ty Johnson possibly being that Javante Carter-like one-two punch with Michael Carter. Do you see that being the combination that will most likely get the majority of the carries? Is that how you see this working, that it'll be sort of that one-two punch type of thing? And if so, how do you think those two guys fit together? I think it's a unique running back group here in New York because you you alluded to the thunder and lightning, Scott. I don't think that's what you're going to get out of this Jets backfield. Josh Adams is kind of a power guy, but I don't see him getting the lion's share of touches. I think he's just going to be more a spell back. LaMichael P. Ryan is more that between the tackles runner, but I just don't love his ability to make people miss, which I think makes him a bit of a redundant asset at this point. So that's what left me with Ty Johnson and with Michael Carter. Now, they aren't the best complementary pieces as far as their skill set. They have quite similar skill sets. Ty Johnson maybe a little more acceleration and, and even better outside the tackles. But I just think they're the Jets' best two assets. They're the best two players that fit into this wide zone scheme. Ty Johnson has a little Raheem Mostard about him. Um, and even though they aren't kind of uh, the complementary skill sets, I think they're the Jets' best two running backs. And you want to get those players on the field as much as you can. We talked earlier, Luke, about a pro comparison that you made once you finished watching Michael Carter's tape. Who is it? And what made you compare Michael Carter to this player? Yeah, so again, I always say this when I'm talking about pro comparisons. This is based mostly on stylistic, you know, 
how they look on tape rather than a pro ceiling or where I think they're going to get to. For me, when I watched Michael Carter, I saw a lot of Ray Rice, um, kind of a name you probably don't want to be too associated with now in the NFL, but Ray Rice was so good at his hips and lower lower body flexibility. Uh, Another guy built low to the ground, um, a good pass catcher. I think Ray Rice, his combine numbers are really similar, um, really excelled in the the three cone and the short shuttle like we saw with Michael Carter. Uh, I think he's a a third, um, an all three down back, someone who's going to excel in all phases of the game. I don't know if he's going to reach, you know, the upper echelon talent that Ray Rice had, but I think stylistically they're very similar. What are your reasonable expectations for Michael Carter year one based on what you saw on tape? What we talked about as far as him fitting into the wide zone scheme, combinations in the backfield, and the way that we think that he'll fit both in the passing game and the running game. To me, it's obviously going to depend on how how many touches he gets, but I think you're looking at that kind of 650 to 700 yards as a rusher. Maybe he has 200 yards as a, as a receiver out of the backfield as well. So kind of that eight to 900 total yards. Uh, I think that's about where he's going to fall. Obviously, if he gets even more touches than that, that number could increase. But I would love to see him exceed that four yards per carry um, just and just bring that element of, of deep threat ability from the running back position, the ability to take one to the house. So even more than I want to see consistency, he's a bit of a feast and famine runner. That's okay in this game because the wide zone is going to present you with opportunities to get those six and seven yards. What you do with it after that is what's going to separate the running backs in this game. So I think, look, if he gets to 650, 700 yards, a couple of hundred out of the backfield, that's going to be a really strong start to his career. I know he's here as an assistant special teams coach, but it really would be fun to see Leon Washington work with Carter, wouldn't it? Oh, for sure. I mean, he's a guy that's beloved by the Jets fan base. Those kind of stories always, you know, they make you feel good and you'd love to see him take Carter under his wing. It was really fitting that he was the guy who announced the Michael Carter pick when he was taken at 107. A nice little you know, bit of symmetry there. So I think it's exciting. The Jets have a great opportunity with a couple of low cost running backs in Johnson and Piran and, and also Michael Carter with Lafleur and the offense. You've got John Benton, the, the O-line coach, and then you've got Leon Washington. I think they have a, a great opportunity to be successful and I'm pretty excited for all of those guys. And if anybody would know how to succeed as a small explosive back in a New York Jets offense, Leon Washington would be the guy, right? <laughs> Oh, for sure. I mean, he was so dynamic here. Probably had a little more explosion than Michael Carter. You look at him as a, as a returner as well. He was just so dynamic and had so many plays in the 2000s for the Jets. So look, if he is three quarters of the athlete and performer that Leon Washington will, the fan base is going to love Michael Carter. Luke, anything we missed that we didn't touch on? I think that's that's about it. I think when you look at Michael Carter, you're going to get a guy whose ball security is really good. He's not going to make mistakes, whether you know fumbling the football or blowing protections. Uh, he's going to be a guy you can rely on. Uh, he's going to give you the, the deep threat ability, and he's just going to be someone that uh, Zach Wilson and Mike LaFleur can count on every single week. And that's something that's been lacking from this room really since you would look at Bilal Powell. I'm not, obviously, we don't like that comparison. We think he has a higher floor than and, and a higher ceiling than Bilal Powell. But I think you, you really have lacked that consistency from the running back position. Obviously, Le'Veon was, was hurt a lot here and we didn't get to see him excel. But I think you're going to get a consumer professional, uh, a really good leader, as you, you talked about on your UNC podcast where they dove into to Michael Carter. And I think he's just going to be a perfect fit. And I'm excited to watch him here in green and white. He should do well running on the left side. I wonder what's going to happen running on the right side. You think that he'll be able to divvy it up a little bit, even though their better offensive linemen are on the left side of the line. You think he'll be okay running on the right side and even up the middle a little bit? 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm not sure who they're going to play at right guard right now. There's a ton of options from uh, Greg Van Roten to Alex Lewis, Feeney, Cam Clark, who they drafted in the fourth round last year. Not sure who's going to start there next to George Fan, but I think he's going to have success there. Um, I'm intrigued to see how they run this offense. Something I will touch on that we've missed is Michael Carter ran a hell of a lot out of shotgun uh, through his career at UNC, didn't run a ton out of center. Uh, and when he was running right, it was quite often out of shotgun. But as I said, his ability to succeed in, in a muddy you know, backfield and, and find a lane with his vision and his patience, that's going to allow him to have enough success. So while I think the Jets will run right, uh, left, sorry, 60 or 65% of the time, he has the ability and I think the Jets line will be fine to, to mix it up enough to, to not make them too predictable. Luke, can you unpack that shotgun tidbit a little bit more, what the difference is and why it's significant? Yeah, for sure. So I think there's three iterations of this offense that the Jets could run. The first is the San Francisco. So you're running out of 12 or 21 personnel or you know different kinds of things they did with tight ends and running backs and fullbacks. So heavier sets where they're running out of shotgun, sorry, out of from under center, uh, play action off of that. We all know that Shanahan offense. So that's the first iteration, something we may see because LaFleur has been with Shanahan for nine years. The second one is the LA Rams. So again, it's a pro style offense. It's under center, but you're seeing tighter splits, which means the receivers are tighter to the, to the uh, offensive linemen and offensive tackles, but they're running it out of 11 personnel. So three ride receivers. That makes the most sense for the Jets looking at it right now. Cause I think you're going to want Zach Wilson working off of play action and heavy play action like he did at BYU, but also having three receivers with Mims, Davis and Crowder and or more uh, rather than having two tight end sets. Cause that's just not our strength right now from a personnel perspective. And then for Michael Carter, the most obvious fit would be in the Green Bay, which obviously Lafleur's brother Matt is running uh, over up there in Green Bay. So a lot more out of shotgun. Uh, the wide zones still run effectively, but it's from from the shotgun looks. I think that's primarily because of Aaron Rodgers more than Matt Lafleur's background. He just worked with the personnel he had with him. I think that would be a good fit from Carter just because he was so comfortable with it and he did a ton of it at college. Um, it just. It's, it's different for a running back. When you're running from under center and your lines are different, your target points are different. Uh, but it, look, it's going to be an adjustment at the NFL level. I think the Jets go more towards that Rams 49ers look, but I'm interested to see how this LaFleur offer and pans out. Luke, before we run, go ahead and sell your Michael Carter film review that you have up on the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel because I think everybody should watch it. Yeah, so what I try and do when I break down the players, I keep it to kind of six, seven minutes, just that digestible piece of information. And I'll try and show you two or three plays from each area of his skill set that are a strength. So there's a couple in there that show the blocking and the vision against FSU. You'll see some of the ability to make people miss at the second level against Miami. You'll see some vision uh, and ability to, to work through the muddy, muddy lanes against Virginia. So I'll show you two or three plays that really emphasize his skill set and try and show you who Michael Carter is in a you know six seven minute video where you can walk away and feel comfortable knowing what his skill set is and how he's going to excel in the Jets offense and that goes for all the videos we do up there the whole team's doing a fantastic job from Kayla to Clay and everyone else on the YouTube side of it so highly suggest checking it out and, and make sure you're you're looking at playlikeajet.com as well absolutely do all of that do it now subscribe to the YouTube channel where you can see Luke's film reviews. Luke Grant, thanks so much for coming on and breaking down Michael Carter with me. Really appreciate it. I know you got stuff that you're working on right now, especially film. You never stop working on film reviews. Put together, as you said, those short, digestible, easy-to-understand reviews. So talk to me about what you've got going on, what might be coming down the pike at the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. 
Yeah, we've got a few things coming up. So I'm actually doing a piece on on uh, Quinn and Williams at the moment, uh, kind of inspired by PFF ranking him 14th as the interior defensive lineman in 2020. So taking a look at how he won, whether it's from a shaded nose or from a three tech, I'll show you some of the ways that Quinnen became, in my eyes, a top five defensive tackle last year. Um, also looking at Michael Carter the second, so a nice little segue here. So looking at the Duke uh, corner. I think he's going to be in this scheme. I think he's going to play in the slot and be that Brian Paul role. I'm actually really excited. And I claim my co-host at play like a jet live was huge on Michael Carter, the second after he watched some tapes. So we've got some of that coming too. And then maybe some, some pieces on the AFC defenses you're going to see around the league and, and prepping everyone for the season, which is fast approaching. It sure is. Training camp is going to be here before you know it. So check out those film reviews on the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Make sure you watch Luke and Clayton every Wednesday night live with you stadium. Check out Kayla's commentaries on the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel and everything that's going on at playlikeajet.com. Can't wait to see Luke's article on Quinn and Williams because as a fellow <laughs> Quinn and Williams believer, I always enjoy when Luke brings the facts to the discussion on that subject. And I think we both have very high expectations for Quentin Williams this year. So I'm looking forward to seeing what you're going to do over at playlikeajet.com. And by the way, if you haven't given us a five-star review on the podcast yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.